A Podshape production. Episode 4 Robert Dickey Revisited. This is the story of Robert and Dylan Dickey. They were grandfather and grandson, or dad and son, to Damien Dickey. In 2016, Robert, Damien's dad, went missing under strange circumstances. Then nine days later, his only son, Dylan, also disappeared. This is my dad and son are missing. And then I seen this other car come on the road and I just knew it wasn't a police car, I could tell what and um and then it pulled up right in my dad's gate. And then I walked up towards the gate, sort of got about halfway, and the person or the lady hopped over his fence which was dressed in really weird, like I say, like a Melbourne Cup outfit, like a real big hat and floral dress, and and this is out the back of Dubbo. So she'd hopped the fence. She obviously didn't have a key, or which is weird. And um, she hopped the fence and just started walking down towards me, and she, um, I just said, oh, who are you? And she goes, I'm Bob's wife. And this is a load of garbage, mate. She even, he's not married. And I, I just, because I could feel something was wrong. Right, so That's I Damien a, I talking about the strange said, circumstances said, of his dad's I disappearance. We've taken you back to that story from episode one. Because just as we were about to release this podcast, late one afternoon, I got a call from Damien Dickey. We had been texting a bit. I wanted to keep him up to date on how the podcast was going and also wanted him to see the artwork and other things that now seem pretty insignificant. I missed a call from him earlier in the day, so when we finally got hold of each other, I wasn't expecting what he was about to tell me. Excuse the audio as this was recorded on my phone. So, Damien, um, something happened while you were at work today. What happened? I got a phone call to say that um, a person had been arrested for my dad's murder. So this, can you confirm that it's the lady that um, you mentioned in the podcast? Yeah. The same lady? Yeah. Okay. How do you feel about it, mate? Um... Sort of happy but sad. I'm glad that she's arrested, but yeah, it upsets me getting down the army. So the mystery lady has been arrested. She was living in New Zealand, and now we can reveal some of the extra information Damien told us a few months ago when we originally sat down for a chat about his father and his son's disappearance. The police case for this mystery woman has already happened. We actually held off from releasing any of these episodes before she was charged, as we didn't want to jeopardise the police investigation. Here's what Damien told us a few months back. This mystery lady was of Asian descent. She met Robert online. She'd only spent seven days in Australia when Damien met her on the farm in Dubbo the night of Robert's disappearance. She was never married to Robert. Police have been following her for around four years, waiting to pounce. Finally, they had enough information to arrest her. That happened on April 8, 
2020 in New Zealand. Police arrested a 47-year-old woman in Auckland who'd been staying with Mr Dickey at the time he went missing. From what we're... What we can work out, yeah, she hadn't been in the country long before my dad disappeared. The woman left Australia shortly after Mr Dickey's alleged murder. She'll be extradited back here, but due to coronavirus, it could be several months before she faces a court in New South Wales. Damien also told us what he thought she'd done and intimated why she possibly did it. This is such a sad end to Robert's story an end we didn't expect to happen while we were preparing this podcast. Damien always knew that this was the outcome. It didn't make it any easier. After over three years of waiting, finally an answer. Yeah, nearly four years, mate. It's like two two months short of four years. You finally know that that there's no hope of your dad walking back in the door, which I think you knew already. Yeah, I already knew that, yeah. Yeah, I just feel sorry for him, man. You okay? Yep. I'll now take you back to some of the extra information that Damien gave us in the original recording that we left out. It's pretty distressing, but also shows how much pain and suffering the whole family has gone through around Damien's dad's disappearance. Always thinking that this was less of a missing person and more of a murder. Yeah, like, I know what happened to him that time, what she done to him, hmm. or parts, like, yeah. But there is, there's, yeah, they've told me it's, yeah, she definitely done it. And even that, they still don't know, but like, there's been so many things, like, I've told him, I think, and I've told him this from the start, I reckon she fed him to his animals, mate, eh? That's, yeah. you won't see, in the end, that's what'll come out. The police actually checked her phone, and the first phone call she'd made after all this was to her brother, and he owns a bakery in Cabramatta. And that rung alarm bell straight away. I thought Cabramatta's not a very nice area. And so they went back there with like, the blue light in the carcinogenic clean or whatever that is, they said. And um, as soon as they went into his bedroom, boom, there was shit every Like his whole virtually body fluid. They said pretty much all of it was lost in that bedroom. So I reckon she's waited till he's gone to sleep or something and done whatever she's done, like beat him or once they knew, like, bang, she's lying because she said he left the property. They could prove she didn't. Le- he didn't leave the property. And then um, they just knew that, you know, obviously fair play, they knew straight away. And then so it sort of it stepped up then. And then the coroner must have told them certain things and they still didn't know. They were still suspecting other people, other things. I kept saying, it's that, you know, it's her. They even told me, they said, mate, I need to get over it. He poked me in the chest, one of the coppers, and he goes, mate, you need to get over it. She's got nothing but bad luck. That's what he told me. And I was like, you're joking. He'd done it in front of my whole family. He, he used to breed, um, so dogs were part of his hobbies too, actually. <laughs> he used to um, American staffies. Okay. When I got there, when I'd done that walk around, they were all fat as anything. And normally, so if normally if I'd got, go there, they'd be barking and going crazy and pretty aggressive. You know, American staffy, they don't sort of back down. When I've got there, they all had their tail between their legs, like between their legs, they're really fat. And I thought, oh, they're pregnant. I thought, oh, geez, this is going to be good. They're going to be uh, all these pups everywhere and um, no one to look after them, sort of thing. But, and um, they never end up having any pups, mate. And it's like, they were, to me, I think they were, they'd known. I reckon she's fed them to them as well because, you know, there's like seven, you know, American staffies in there. 
And that's why in there maybe they did feel like they had to tail down. It's like they knew they'd done wrong but didn't, like you sort of probably know. Like it was just, it wasn't their nature to be timid and scared, you know what I mean? As I've mentioned before, all of this detail that you've heard has been given to police about four years ago, which has obviously led to the final arrest of this woman. We know of a few other news outlets that have also written about this story. In fact, the story broke in New Zealand on the 9th of April when I got a text from Damien to tell me that the story was out. And it's a bad thing to think, but I want to think to try and get the answers, mate, you know? Like, I want to, you know, it's it's hard to think that, but it's it's better to know than, you know, keep wondering, oh, is he lying out in the gutter somewhere, like out the bush? Although this story is not over, and the full understanding of how Robert was killed and why he was killed will come out in the police investigation. Damien finally has some closure. He has closure on his father's disappearance and now murder. But what about Dylan? In the next episode, we pick up where we left off in episode three. A warning that there are some triggers in this next audio and some graphic detail. I thought, I thought he was going to die then, to be honest. I did. I thought he was going to die then. He got the Stanley knife and fully put it there and freaking put it right up like that, like a few times. He tried to attack me that day as well before he'd done that with his big rock and it was just crazy. And he even ended up stripping all his clothes off. This was in a built, like the whole street was virtually under construction and he stripped his clothes off and ran down the street saying, I was born naked, I'm going to die naked. There are over 38,000 long-term missing person cases in Australia, and the story you've just heard is one of them. We want to continue to help bring these emotional stories of ambiguous loss to you so we can spread the word and hopefully get some closure for the families. For as little as the price of a coffee a month, you can help support us to keep creating this content. Just head to our Patreon page. The link is in the show notes.